Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How far would you go to defend your people? This is probably what Leonidas, the legendary king of Sparta, asked himself one September morning in 480 BC. The Battle of Thermopylae was underway, and overwhelmed by the Persians, the Greek army was in disarray. Heading up his troops of 300 valiant Spartans, Leonidas decided to fight until the death. Gazing out over the battlefield, he took stock. 300 Spartans against tens of thousands of Persians. This heroic sacrifice earned Leonidas a place in history and much more besides. Passed down over generations, the tale of this battle has turned the king of Sparta into a legend, sometimes to outlandish effect. You're listening to Echoes of History, Behind the Legends, the podcast that tells you the true stories of some of history's most legendary heroes. As the Assassin's Creed franchise turns 15, travel back through 2,500 years of history to meet the men and women whose destiny led them to greatness, uncover their stories, and bring their legends back to life. Episode 1 Leonidas. The year is 480 BC. The Greek sanctuary of Delphi is home to a temple to Apollo, where Spartans are jostling to see the Pythia, the temple's priestess who has a foreboding prophecy to share. O dwellers in Sparta of the wide spaces, Either your famed great town must be sacked by Perseus's sons, or, if that be not, the whole land of Lacedaemon shall mourn the death of a king. The Spartans have traveled to Delphi for a reason. Trouble is afoot. The Persian king, Xerxes, has now made it clear that he plans to invade the whole of Greece the tyrant is readying himself to lead his endless army through the Hellespont, a narrow strait in today's northwestern Turkey that separates the Greek and Persian empires. Standing in his way, 30-odd Greek cities have rallied together around Sparta, forming the Hellenic League. King Leonidas's city boasts unparalleled military prestige, and the great man himself has been tasked with leading the Greek coalition into battle against the Persians. Paradoxically, the life of the legendary Leonidas 
is little known. Most Greek historians filed their writing with anecdotes that paint a portrait of an idealized king. Leonidas, the accomplished warlord. Leonidas, the great leader of men. Leonidas, the epitome of Spartan values, devoted to his city, valiant in battle, self-sacrificing. It isn't always easy to unpick fact from fiction. But there are a handful of things that we do know for certain about Leonidas's life. As the third son of King Anaxandridas II, he wasn't destined to succeed his father. His older half-brother Cleomenes took to the throne, becoming king of Sparta in 520 BC. At the time, 20-year-old Leonidas had just finished his agoge, an extensive military training program designed to produce devout citizens and disciplined fighters. All male Spartan citizens were required to complete this program, with the exception of legitimate heirs to the throne. Despite his royal ancestry, Leonidas was thus accustomed to acute physical training from childhood and suffered the whippings dealt out to him by his elders to correct his errors and toughen up his body without complaint. This demanding apprenticeship included fights with other young men, as well as races wearing full military gear and weaponry designed to prepare them for battle. Ultimately, the fates conspired to make Leonidas king of Sparta. Political machinations prompted the downfall of Cleomenes, who took his own life in 488 BC, leaving no male heir behind him. Dorius, his second brother, had died 20 years previously in a campaign to conquer Sicily. As a result, Leonidas's time to rule had come. The fact that he had completed his agoge training was unusual for a king and undoubtedly imbued him with a special aura and appeal in the eyes of Sparta's citizen soldiers. Although no mention is made of his prowess in specific battles, Herodotus reports that Leonidas was the most respected of the Greek generals. Back to 480 BC. Busy leading the Greek city's resistance, Leonidas suddenly finds himself at the center of a morbid prophecy. Die in battle, or see Sparta fall to the Persians. Yet today, historians all agree that this presage was a complete fabrication, a legend that was made up well after the event it foreshadowed, the Battle of Thermopylae. The Thermopylae, meaning hot gates in Greek, referred to a narrow coastal passage between sea and mountain in eastern Greece. Arriving from the north with plans to march south to Athens, Xerxes' infantry had no choice but to pass through it. Named after and known for its hot sulfur springs, the site has remained immortalized in history as the stage of the heroic sacrifice undertaken by Leonidas and his Spartans. In fact, the dark prophecy 
constitutes the first legendary element of a story that was partially true, but tinged with myth in order to turn the battle into the stuff of epics. After all, a legend as admirable as the story of Leonidas and his 300 men would require more than just death on the battlefield. For the sacrifice to retain its fascinating appeal after all these years, the soldiers would need to be aware of their imminent death and decide to accept their fate without fear, all in the name of a higher cause. Leading the Greek troops, 60-year-old Leonidas played a decisive role in the strategies rolled out to beat back the invaders. The Greeks were faced with an insurmountable problem. The Persians drastically outnumbered them. While the figures offered up by Herodotus, over two million men, I mean, come on, are pure fantasy. Modern scholars believe that at least 200,000 Persian soldiers crossed the Hellespont in September 480 BC, as a mere few thousand Greeks looked on. Leonidas's decision to take on the Persian army at a narrower spot, the Thermopylae, was therefore most probably a strategic one, a choice that turned his army's weakness into a strength. It was also a way of putting a renowned Spartan war tactic to work, the hoplite phalanx. Teamwork was central to this compact formation. Long spears in hand, protected by their shields and armored to the gills, the Spartans were able to withstand the swarms of foot soldiers, greater in number but less well-equipped for lengthy periods of time. Leonidas proved his worth as a war leader, taking major decisions and boosting morale. He remained on the battlefield to the bitter end, unlike the Persian king Xerxes, who watched the battle unfold from a distance, like a coward. Four days went by without the slightest breakthrough. Xerxes had no choice but to acknowledge the fact that the Greeks would neither surrender nor retreat as he'd hoped they would. The Persian king sent across a messenger asking the Greeks to lay down their arms. Leonidas replied instantly, come and get them. Xerxes decided to attack but watched on spellbound as his 5,000 archers were thwarted, their arrows raining down to shatter against the Greek shields. Over two days, waves of Persian soldiers collided against the Greek phalanxes that blocked the pass without ever faltering. Tens of thousands of Xerxes' men fell, including some of his elite warriors known as the Immortals which was probably overselling things a bit. If you're going to call yourself an immortal, you better be immortal. His salvation ultimately arrived in the form of one man, Ephialtes. This Greek soldier betrayed his side, revealing the existence of another passage to the Persian king, a mountain path that circumvented the Thermopylae. Problem solved. An unexpected chance to outsmart the Greeks. 
the next day, in the early hours of the morning, a detachment of Persian foot soldiers set off to follow Ephialtes's directions. Leonidas's scouts sounded the alarm, and the Spartan king immediately called a war council. Most of the Greek cities voted to retreat, but Leonidas decided to stay with his men, nevertheless releasing those Greeks who wished to leave and saving 3,000 lives in the process. It fell to the king and his famous 300 soldiers to defend the passage. But the legend often skips over one key detail. They weren't alone. There's a plot twist. A little over a thousand soldiers from other Greek cities chose to stay behind with the Spartans, with a total of 1,400 men fighting on. So that film should have really been called 300 plus a load of others. Legend has turned this battle into a noble sacrifice in which the Greeks gave themselves up to the death they'd been told would come, buoyed by the faintest glimmer of hope that they might delay the inevitable invasion by a couple of days. It comes as no surprise that the Greek texts, all written long after the battle, focus heavily on this notion of sacrifice. The Battle of Thermopylae was a defeat after all, and needed to be gilded in some way. We all exaggerate our stories, don't we? And so Herodotus recounts how Leonidas, despite his age, fell on the final day of fighting. A selfless hero who'd fought with ardour to the very last. The historian also recounts how, after his death, his men had to fight for his body which had been seized by the Persians, who were bent on defiling it. The legend of Leonidas is the tale of absolute self-sacrifice. But the Spartan king's strategy wasn't as suicidal as it may first appear. By using the terrain to their advantage and tapping into extraordinary courage, the Greeks risked their lives and managed to whittle down the Persian army. Today's leading military historians even believe that had the Greeks been able to hold out for an extra few days, the Persians would have experienced some serious logistical problems. An army that large, locked in place for such a long time, would indeed have struggled with supplies and would have been forced to retreat or scatter. Who knows, if Ephialtes hadn't betrayed his own, perhaps the Greeks might have won. All we know for sure is that this tragic end secured the Battle of Thermopylae's place in history and turned Leonidas into a legend. Forty years after the battle, his remains were retrieved and returned to Sparta. A tomb to the hero king was raised in the heart of the city, and it wasn't long before Leonidas had his very own cult. Every year, an athletics competition for Spartans took place in honour of the fallen king, and Leonidas went on to be immortalised in paintings, films played by Gerard Butler in the movie 300, and video games. In Assassin's Creed Odyssey, players become a descendant of the king of Sparta and bear his iconic broken spear. Through the ages, Leonidas 
has survived as a shining example of sacrifice and selfless devotion to one's country, and is much better known than his cousin and successor, Pausanias the Regent, who defeated the Persian infantry just a year after the Battle of Thermopylae. Which just goes to show that sometimes the vanquished can overshadow the victorious. Thanks for listening to Echoes of History Behind the Legends, a Ubisoft podcast produced by Paradiso Media. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.